Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hooked on Surf Fishing with Bernie Bass. On this episode, we will discuss fishing for stripers at night. This will be the last of the episodes for 2021, and the next podcast will return in January of 2022, as I am taking a break for the holiday season. At this time, I'd like to wish all my listeners out there a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. With that being said, we'll be right back after a short break. Want to get ahead? You need the right lead. So make sure your surf bag is filled with SNS Bucktails, made in America, made to catch. Find them at your local tackle shop. Hey everyone, so welcome back. I thought it would be fitting to um, release this podcast on fishing for stripers at night today, as it is the winter solstice, the day in which we have the least amount of daylight. So why fish at night? Well, many of you, I'm sure you've heard over the years, nighttime is the right time. Honestly, it really is. If you're looking to catch large striped bass consistently, you have to fish at night. The striped bass are nocturnal opportunistic feeders, especially the big girls. However, the nighttime can present challenges for any angler, especially the novice angler. But with research and preparation, you can overcome those challenges and get on the big girls consistently. Let's start with some preparation first and foremost. You want to make sure you do your research of the area you're going to fish. Um, you never want to go into fishing a spot at night blind. Okay, you want to do your research beforehand because you're not going to be able to um, see the structure that's present in the area, such as sandbars, holes, submerged rocks, troughs, cuts, etc. At night. Okay, so before you cast a line in the water at night, you want to make sure that you go out and do this research. You want to get down there during the day at low tide. Actually, you don't want to go in blind, whether it be a day or night fishing excursion. Um, You want to make sure each and every time, as I always say, you put yourself in the best position to catch fish. So you really want to make sure you do that research at low tide and during the day. What is nice about the technology of today is you can do pre-research of the areas you want to fish by using Google Earth. So this definitely saves a lot of time and energy. What's also nice about the technology of today, once you've had your established spots, you can mark them through GPS um, with the various apps that are out there available on your smartphone. Um, This is a big difference from the days when I used to travel um, with my dad and mark spots by clocking mileage in the truck on the various beaches we were traveling or by using certain landmarks in the dunes, such as old fences, fence stakes, dips or trees in the dunes. Um, At night, it's funny, I'd be riding shotgun with a flashlight on the dunes looking for landmarks. You know, hey, you did what you had to do. However, I don't mind the technology of today is is a big time saver. Okay, so now we've established the places you want to fish at night. So now we're going to fish. What should you use? Well, I'm going to break down some of my favorite laws I like to use. So let me start with um, the needlefish. Um, The needlefish is a slim profile lure. I prefer um, needlefish when there's smaller, thinner profile baits in the water. I like to, the way I use the needlefish is I like to cast it out, get in touch with it. And once you get in touch with it, with any lure, you should get in touch with it right away because sometimes just that splashing in the water will initiate a strike. What I like to do is once I've gotten in touch with it, I let it kind of sink to the bottom a little bit. I'll give it a couple slow cranks. And I just kind of like to lift it a little bit just to give it a little 
upper movement. And it's tell you, it's been very successful for me at night. I do use the darker colors around the new moon. Um, I do prefer to use mostly dark colors at night. Once in a while, if, if I feel the water's a little murky, I will jump over to chartreuse. Okay. And then as I get closer to the full moons, I'm using some lighter colors mixed in as well, such as a bone or yellow and white, things like that. Um, if you're looking to get some consistent um, hookups at night, definitely uh, put the needlefish in your bag. Okay, up next is the daughter. One of my favorite lures to use at night as well. I, what I like to do with the daughter is I'll cast it out and then I give it two hard pumps when it hits the water. And I like, so I want it to dig in. Okay, because it is going to be a lure that's going to swim subsurface. And what I like to do is I like to usually go like three turns of the reel and give it a double lift, which will make it twitch back and forth. And I will do that for a bunch of casts. If for some reason I'm not getting a strike, I will um, vary the cadence of that. I might do four turns of the reel and do just a single twitch, things like that. You got to not pigeonhole yourself into just doing one thing, especially if you're not getting strikes. You want to, um, vary it up and, and see what's working on that particular evening. And what can work on one particular evening, um, as you all know, if you've fished, does not work on the next night or the night after that. So you really want to not, you know, keep the blinders on. You want to be able to uh, do various things and be open to trying um, new stuff when it comes to those. Same thing here um, as far as colors. Um, as we get closer to the um, the full moons, I'm kind of going a little lighter with my colors uh, as a good rule of thumb. And then as we're in those darker times around the new moon, I am going with my blurples, um, black and red. I am going with straight black, um, all things that are uh, mostly dark. Again, if I do see some tinginess and darkness in the water, I will um, use the chartreuse, which is always a good color to use actually no matter what. Next up is the metal lip swimmer. What I like to do is use that on those flat calm nights, uh, cast it out, get in touch with it again right away. And what I like to do here is reel it really, really slow. Let the plug do what it was designed to do. And that's about any of these plugs that we're using at night or any um, lure. What I see with novice anglers is they tend to overwork the plug and it's not, then it doesn't do what it's designed to do where it doesn't look authentic to the fish in the water. So you want to make sure at all times, whatever you're using, um, the plug looks authentic to the fish. You want the plug to do what it was designed to do. You don't want to reel too fast because then a lot of times it's not doing the work it was meant to do in the water. So with the metal lip swimmer, um, you'll get, sometimes you'll get some fish to rise on this and they won't strike at it. What I like to do when I have a few fish that are coming up behind and they do that, what I'll do is I'll stop the lure and sometimes I'll come back around and they'll slam it. But definitely a great um, lure to use in those flat calm nights. Um, proven uh, fish catcher, no doubt. Okay, next up is soft plastics. One of my favorite lures to use at night as well. Uh, really had a really nice fall um, using the soft plastics. Uh, very consistent for me this fall. Uh, around the moons, again, darker colors towards the new moon, sometimes some lighter colors towards the full moon. However, the dark colors seem to work on any given night um, where I was doing most of my fishing in the fall. I tell you, it really was very productive, like I said. 
what's the only problem is when you run into um, some of those bluefish that show up at night and want to ruin the party. This really puts a damper on your soft plastic game, unfortunately. So you have to try to find some alternatives. And sometimes that can be hard because you could fish on a certain night and it's all they want is those soft plastics. So you run into a little bit of problems. So you kind of got to maybe have a few casualties if you're looking to still catch those striped bass on the soft plastics. It's only money, right? Um, no, but uh, you just run into those problems. So you want to utilize them as much as you can at night. Um, they're definitely uh, proven fish catchers. Okay, another one of my favorite plugs to use at night is the bottle plug. These are lures that I like to use in conditions when it's really rough and there's some wind in your face. They cast very well. Um, what I like to do with these, uh, cast them out, get in touch with it right away, give it two digs, let it dig in the water. Um, very, uh, It's a wider profile, so if there's some bigger baits in the water, you're matching the hatch. So they are very productive. Um, same thing with the color scheme. Again, I use the uh, darker colors um, around the new moons. Tend to get a little lighter with the colors when I get around the full moons. Using the chartreuse if the water's dirty. Um, but definitely a proven catcher. Love the bottle plugs, like I said. Lastly, um, one of my favorite laws is the bucktail. Saving the best for last here. Um, there's so many things I could say about the bucktail, but I really love it for its versatility, its durability, and its catchability. Um, you can fish this lure in any part of the water column. It you know mimics any type of baits that are in the water. It really is a great lure for catching striped bass and big striped bass. Um, I can't say enough about it. Um, you just really, really need to keep these in your bag if you're looking to catch fish consistently and catch big fish consistently. Um, from a convenience perspective, Bucktails offers a great deal of flexibility because it's also good for tackle management in your bag because it doesn't take up a lot of room, which is nice. So you can cake those multiple weights and multiple colors and, and keep them in your bag as the um, conditions change, which is great as well. Okay, so when I use a bucktail, I like to cast it out. As soon as it hits the water, I give it two hard pumps. I like to see if it gets anything interested. A lot of times I've had hits on that two quick pumps. If I don't need anything on like quick two quick pumps, I just let it drop to the bottom. I don't do anything with it. Let it flow down to the bottom. I've gotten some hookups that way as well over the years, a lot of times. And when I, once I get in touch with it again, I start to reel slow. I might do three turns of the reel. And then twitch it once. Another three turns of reel might twitch it once. If I'm not hooking up with fish after that, I'm going to vary the cadence and vary the way I'm using the bucktail. I might do two twitches after three turns of the reel. I might speed up my retrieve, might slow down my retrieve, etc. Um, the bucktail to me is just the most versatile thing you can carry in your bag. If I was on the show Survivor, and I had to use one lure to try to catch a fish to eat, it would definitely be a bucktail. So that is um, some of my favorite lures that I like to use at night. Okay, so now that we wrapped up what lures to use at night, let's talk a little bit about the next thing that's going to help you have some success at night. You actually should keep a fishing log. Um, not just at night. You should keep a fishing log of any of your catches. Um, the log should include uh, the nights you do not catch, the nights you catch, um, what conditions were present that evening, the tides, winds, moons, weather, 
the water temperature. It also should include what types of laws worked and didn't work for that each particular evening. Um, that's why you want to carry various profiles of lures with you, um, because that's going to help establish a pattern of what's been working, what hasn't been working in those fishing outings. And you also want to try to match the hatch, um, because that's going to assist you in doing your log. When you match the hatch, you're figuring out what kind of, um, lures are you working. Um, it'll help you be able to identify the possible presence of what type of bait may be in the water, even if it's not visible to you at the water's edge. Um, and by identifying these certain profiles, you'll be able to see that it will lead to identifying patterns in the areas you're fishing, which will help you narrow your window for catching and increase success. Okay. And then you're not wasting time just casting into unproductive water. Okay. So to wrap up this podcast, to be honest with you, whether you're a novice fisherman or a seasoned veteran to the surf game, you have to constantly work on improving your knowledge base to be more consistent with your craft. Fishing at night is like anything else you do in your life. Honestly, if you put some hard work in, it's going to bring you the rewards, and those rewards being those bigger fish more consistently. In the end, trust your instincts and experience. Yet, at the same time, you got to be willing to try different things, okay? You don't want to, like I said earlier in the podcast, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into something, okay? Because you might come up with something that works, and then which develops into a whole new pattern, which helps you get on the big girls consistently. Um, I just want to thank you. Um, for listening to the podcast and we'll see you in January. Stay healthy and safe, everyone. Merry Christmas and happy new year. Looking forward to seeing you in 2022.